What's up, y'all? This is Ramel Watley, and welcome to Truck and Hustle, the podcast for trucking entrepreneurs. If you want to learn about the trucking industry from the business side of things, you're in the right place. Every week, I interview the people who are making it happen on a daily basis. I get them to share their successes, their failures, and sometimes even their secrets. The goal is to show you how you too can create financial freedom in the booming trucking industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, you need to slow down. Like, what do you mean? You're barely like a year and a half or two and you already got three trucks. You're trying to get another one. You need to kind of slow down because you know you grow too fast, you fall even faster. We're knuckleheads over here, so. <laughs> I was like, what? Slow down. No, we got, we got to, we got to move. We got to keep these wheels moving. So, you know, I understand where they're coming from though, but you know, we're taking, we'll die. Look, I'm saying like this, we'll die on our own sword. If something happens, it happens. I'm just the entrepreneur all around. Like, I just like to hustle, truck and hustle. Like that's, okay. that's the perfect name, bro, right there. Truck and hustle. That's <laughs> really that what defines me right there. I just try to hustle any, any way I can get a dollar. I'll try. try. Turn my mic up. Take there, yeah, yeah, uh, on the road to the riches, life takes a toll like bridges, good friends become foes and snitches, better watch who knows in your business. All right, so Hustle Fam, Hustle Fam, we are back with another amazing episode. Today, I got my brother Cesar Ruiz from ATR, ATR, American Truck Routes, right, Cesar? Yes, sir. What's up, Ramel? How you feeling, man? I'm good, my brother. I'm good. So listen, y'all, you know, I wanted to bring somebody on who is not only an entrepreneur, uh, a driver, and also a trucking entrepreneur as well, has his own trucking company, ATR, um, but also a listener to the show. You know what I'm saying? One, a part of the Hustle fam. So I think it's cool that we we, we kind of like, you know, dive into what's going on from the perspective of, of, of people on the road who's actually listening to the show. Um, taking in some of the information that we're putting out there, seeing how they're applying it, if they're applying it. You know what I mean? Just have a nice little conversation, man. So I brought Caesar with me here today and uh, we're going to rock out, man. So Caesar, welcome to Chuck and Hustle, my brother. Thank you, man. It's an honor. Thank you. No doubt. No doubt. All right, man. Well, well, real quick, Caesar, to kind of tell the audience a little bit about yourself, um, talk about your backstory. Where, where you from, man? How'd you get started in transportation? Oh, man. To be honest with you, I didn't even like transportation. I didn't like nothing to do with trucking, to be honest with you. Um, I was out there in Long Beach, California. I'm from Long Beach, California. Um, I was just, you know, doing my thing out there, you know, dancing. I used to be a dancer back in the day. I used to, you know, get butt. Uh, <laughs> get out of here. What kind, like what you was like, crunk dancing or something like that? Yeah, I would get buck, you know, pop. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you remember that craze, that, that jerking craze. Yeah. Yeah, you're a jerk. You're a jerk. All of that. Yeah. I, was, I was in all of that. And then, you know, got a little bit older, got to pay some bills. And and my dad would tell me like, man, what are you doing with your life? And I'm like, man, I'm just I'm just having too much fun. And all it took is, to be honest, uh, he just showed me like a check. I remember he was like, man, you want to make you got to make some money. If you're not going to go to school, you got to make some money because, you know, the school route wasn't for me, you know. I don't like school. You know, I didn't, I didn't go to college, none of that. So I was like, you know what? I got to do something with my life. And uh, he showed me that check. And ever since that, I was just like, all right, I'm, I'm going to try to get my CDL. I got my CDL at like 21 and I just been driving ever since. No doubt. So what was, what was, what was your dad? You're 29 now. 
So that was eight years ago. So what was your dad doing at the time? Did he did he have a company owner operator? Or was he working for somebody? Nah, he always had his company. Um, obviously, he started at the ports for a bit and he got tired of all that waiting in line and, you know, doing all that stuff. I, I really can't speak about it because I don't know too much because all I know is the long road. And um, ever since he started, he just, you know, saved some money up and, and got his own trucks. He got up to like about seven trucks, I think. And, you know, it got a little bit tough and, you know, some things went, went on. I really don't know the whole story, yeah. but he, you know, what he did was he sold most, most of his trucks and then he bought a, he bought some property. He got his own house in LB and, uh, you know, he got a couple cars. So. Okay. Got, okay. The main thing is he got something out of it in Long Beach. I, I don't know if you know the market too much, but in Long Beach is it's expensive, man. So whoever got a house in Long Beach, you're, you're straight. You're good to go, right? You're good for, to for, go. Those, those for long are, term. Yeah, those houses are expensive now. For sure. All right. So talk to me. 21 years old. You're getting into the trucking industry. Tell me about that experience. Man, I'm not even gonna lie to you. It was it was a little bit scary because you know you're driving this big old monster, man. People would see me like, man, you really drive that thing? You know, I'm like 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, They'll be like, you drive that thing? It's like, yeah, man, you got to be careful. It's dangerous out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but once you get used to it, you know, I was I was taught in a in a 13-speed. Okay. My pop showed me how to drive 13-speed. And, and ever since that, you know, when he taught me how to do, you know, all the shit, floating the gears, parking and all that stuff, you know, it's just muscle memory. And then you get used to it. And next thing you know, it's just a normal thing. You know, you just go to work, do what you got to pick up, drop, get your money and back home. That's it. That's it. So what was your first job working with your pops? Uh, no, we actually. So like like I said, he sold off. He sold off everything, kept one and then he sold that one. And then uh, I got my license and we started driving for uh, for a company. OK, OK, cool. So how long did you guys drive for the company? We drove for like a good four years. Four or five years, to be honest with you. And what were you like, doing? Uh, we were just doing, you know, from the west to the east, bro. We were just doing a lot of reefer work. Um, shout outs to my man. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Mike out in uh, his, his company is called B&B Transport. Okay. Him and his brother, Mike. Um, and, and Raph. His name is Raph. Man, those are my brothers out there. They, they're the ones that... Uh, you know, gave us, gave us an opportunity and we just started working with them. B&B Transport okay. out in Fresno. Got you. Okay. So at what point do we transition to ATR? Uh, I want to say it was 2018. Yeah, it was 2018. I used to tell my dad, like whenever, cause we were driving in teams actually. So we were okay. team driving. Oh, you and, and your dad were a team. Yeah, we were a team. Okay. And I would tell him all the time, like, man, I'm done working for somebody. Like, I want to work for my own damn self. I want to make my own money. Right. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to work for nobody else. And he was like, well, you know, start your business. Um, You know, and he was like, it ain't going to be easy, but, you know, I did it. You can do it too. Right. And, and, and how, all the opportunities, you can do it. And how did you approach that? So when you were actually ready to make that transition, tell me a little bit about that. Tell me about what, what, what work went into that. It was literally just grinding with the nine to five that I had, saving up some money, saving up some money and, you know, calling my best friend, uh, Mike, his name is Mike too, uh, calling my best friend, Mike. And I was just like, man, I'm trying to do this thing, um, this trucking business. I'm trying to get my own truck. You know, I need a little bit more bread, you know? And and he was like, how much you need? And I was like, you know, I need like 
about 10 G's or something, something, you know, you, you know how it is. I was like, <laughs> I need, I need something, you know, I need something. And he was like, I got you. Okay. So, and, so is that what you started with? Like 10 G's? No, I was like, we were like around, I wanted to say like 20. Okay. So between your, your, your buddy, Mike, and then yourself, you guys were able to pull together 20 grand. Yeah. And, and, and let me tell you a crazy story. It was actually the bank helped me out too a little bit. Okay. Uh, I needed a little bit more money. Cause you know, you got to get a trailer as well. For sure. Well, I wanted, I wanted a trailer. You know, you could just get the, you could just get the tractor and, and pull trailers, but I wanted, I wanted everything. Um, what happened was I was looking, I was looking at my chase credit. I, I had like about what two to $3,000 credit line. Okay. Um, I was like, man, I was like, God, like show me a sign or something. I need more money. Like, you know, I'm not going to be able to, I'm not going to be able to get this, you know, this equipment without, without money. And I kid you not, I kid you not, you can ask anybody. I, I went to sleep and the next morning I looked at my, I went to my chase. I looked at my credit line and I had a $10,000 credit line. Oh, really? Wow. I swear so they, to God. So they, they just raised your credit just out of, out of nowhere. from technology <laughs> hurt me, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I woke up, I, I, I looked at my credit line because I asked for a CLI, a credit okay. line, increase, but they don't give you a, a credit line increase just if you ask. It's just how I, I don't know if you've asked before, but they don't just do it like that. Um, I mean, so, sometimes they will, depending on how good your credit is and how long you've been with the company. And if yeah. you could like give them like a good reason, they, they'll raise you. You know what I mean? So that's probably what it was. You probably asked at the right time. You were probably paying on your credit cards on time. And they're like, yeah, let's give them some more money. Yeah, hell yeah, let's give, them some <laughs> let's give them everything they need. They know they're gonna get it back anyway with that interest. But yeah, sure. I woke up to like I woke up to like ten G's of credit line, and I was just like, I I, I was in shock. I was like, whoa! Called right, right. away, and, and right. we got to rocking and rolling. I got the you know I put the down payment for the truck, and uh-huh. then I paid down payment for my reefer trailer, and then we just it just started from there. I just started looking for loads. Got you. So you so you pretty much got started with about 30 grand altogether, you could say. 10, 10 from a little bit less. A little bit, a less. Little bit less. Okay. Yeah, a little bit less. Got you. Okay. So how much did your truck cost? How much did your trailer cost? Tell me about that. They were both around 30. They were both around 30. Okay. So you, you said you put the 10 down on each. Uh yeah, about uh-huh. What type of truck did you get? I got a Volvo. The okay. six on oh, the 680, I'm sorry. Okay. What year? 2013. Okay. Okay, cool. And how old are you now at this time when you're getting started? Uh, 2018. So what, two years ago, three years so ago. 20, so 27, you say you're 29 now, right? Okay, yeah. cool. So, so, so getting the company started is just you driving alone, right? It's just, just you, you got the truck and the trailer. It was just me. Yeah. I got a truck and a trailer. I started going, you know, to DAT load board, uh, all the load board trucks. Uh, what is the truck stop DAT? I started looking at, at loads and um, and we just start. Obviously, you know, there was there's more of a process, you know, getting insurance and all that stuff. Yeah. But you know, right when I got all that rolling, you know, I, I found I found a couple loads, and I just started I just started you know rolling on the on the highway. How, 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 what was your process for that? You would just look at load boards, just find loads that you felt worked for you. How did you know what loads to get, what to pick, what were good rates? Like, how did you understand the market through my pops mm. and and you know, <clears throat> working, you know, team driving with him. That was, that was like my, that was like a, my training process, not only in driving, 
But at the same time, I will ask him here and there, like, how did you do it when you when you started your company? Like, like how? Like, you know, you're talking about an immigrant from, you know, from Mexico and, and came over here, started his own trucking business, making, you know, all this money, got a house, got cars. All right, guys, Truck and Hustle has now partnered with Transpo CFO, powered by Venning. Transpo CFO offers a streamlined monthly subscription for businesses to consolidate their accounting, payroll, and tax needs into one flat monthly rate, saving businesses a tremendous amount of time and money while making their financial operations much smoother for the long road ahead. Check out Transpo CFO in the description below and tell them Truck and Hustle sent you. Now, let's get back to the show. I was like, man, I, I want what you have. Right. I didn't go. I didn't go to school, so you know you don't got you don't got to go to school to get your own. You know, to start your own business, you gotta do none of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt, no doubt. So you just pretty much just got out there and just started find, finding your way. I just started finding my way. You know, through that training process with him, he he will tell me he'll be like, you got to go on these load boards and you have a reefer, so you know, tr- try to look for try to look for the best rate, and, and he'll teach me how to calculate you know, the miles and all that stuff. And and he will always tell me, just try to get more than, you know, try to get the most that you can, but don't ever go for less than a dollar. Don't ever go for less than $2 if you can. And I was like, all right, let's go, let's get it. And and we just, we just started going from there and the, gotcha. the snowball started rolling. You know, we got our second truck and then he hopped on the truck. He, he got the truck. So we started so, going from there. So what were some of your biggest struggles getting started? To be honest, it was uh, it was insurance. Nobody wanted to give me a shot because you know I didn't have no experience. Right. How much did you I, end up paying for insurance getting started? Man, I don't remember on top of my head. I don't remember. It was like around six six thousand. Okay. okay. I don't know if that sounds right, but I really don't even remember. It was it was around there. It it was a lot. It it was you saying oh. it was. It was tough for you to get. Insurance. Oh yeah, it was. It was tough. They didn't want to give me a shot until someone gave me a shot, and and you know we went from there. Okay. Okay. Got and, you. And the low boards make it easy. You know the low boards make it easy. Um, especially the bigger the bigger uh brokerage brokerage companies like TQL, um, you know Armstrong Transport. I don't know if you know who they are, but Total Quality Logistics is a big company. Yep. Yep. You know, once once I seen them, they gave me a shot, and and I got a couple loads with them, and I started rolling. Got you. All right. So from there, you said you started building. You got another truck. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, we got the. So we went from the Volvo to a to a Freightliner, the Cascadia, mm-hmm. thirteen speed, um, two thousand and thirteen. My pops got it, and then we were two. We were a fleet of two, and and we just started rolling together everywhere. Okay. Going up and down. Got you. And you said typically you you said so you got another trailer also. Yeah, truck and trailer. <clears throat> okay. We, we got two trailers with uh, utility. Okay, got you. So you, so right now the business business size is you guys have two trucks, two trailers, right? You and your pops. Five. five oh, you got five, five all together. Five trucks, five trailers as of right now. Okay, so let's talk about that growth. You, you, you said so. Pops got the second truck, or you had you got other trucks before the, your pops got his truck. Uh, he got the second truck, and then we just start rolling from there. We we started getting more. So so we start so basically we started with two. Okay. We started with two. You know, we start we started saving some money. Um, you know, we found this client out in Washington that ships plants. You know, those you know those plants that you get from like Home Depot, Lowe's. It's, it's called nursery. Okay. I don't know if you yep. heard of that. Yep, I have. 
And man, those loads are, they pay amazing. So all you truckers out there, those loads, if you can find those, man, they pay amazing. And, and they're so light. You don't mm. got to worry too much about, about weight. So once we went out there, we started racking up some dollars and then, and then we just got the third one. And then from the third one, we got the fourth one. And then we just got our fifth one, a 2016 Peterbilt automatic. Got you. Got you. So basically it was that one dedicated lane that kind of was able to kind of get you guys settled to where you felt comfortable investing more and more equipment. Yeah. Once, once we went there, um, you know, which we're getting ready to go there in the summer. Um, I think he's, this guy starts like in March uh, and he, and he rolls for like a good six to seven months. Okay. And yeah, man, once we started with him, we, you know, I seen, I seen the money just go crazy right there. And I was like, all right, we gotta, we gotta, you know, we gotta reinvest this and get more equipment, you know, cause we want to grow. Yeah. We wanna, yeah. We bigger, so. How, how'd you find that lane? Was that off the load board as well? Uh, we found it off a load board and we hauled for another company. Um, and then I just started looking for just specifically those loads. And then we hauled something with him, his company, but through a broker. And then, you know, you know, I was like, you know, as a, as a owner, I would always go to these companies. I'll be like, how can I, how can I cut the middleman? You know, yep. like how, how can I cut them straight up? And, and some people will say, we don't work directly. And some people will be like, just talk to me or talk to our boss. And that's exactly what I did with him. I, um, he was actually there and he was like, what middleman? And I was like, all right, let's get to work. And he was like, all right. So we started, we started a connection and he just started shooting me loads. He would, he will email me. I got two, I got three, I got two for you, three for you. You know, can you do them? Right. At that time, at that time we bought our third truck. And okay. our third truck so we were three at that time. Got you. So when you went to him, what did you use that kind of as leverage? Like, you know, we have three trucks we can run for you. Like what, what did you tell him to let make him comfortable and, you know, saying, Hey, I could give this to you, you know, directly to you as opposed to going through a broker. I know I noticed um, it's all about loyalty. It's all about, like, I would email him. I got three trucks for you. Like, you know, he, we run Washington to Denver and back. I will always tell him when I'm in Denver, when we were in Denver, um, you know, me and the three trucks, you know, or me and the other two trucks, we're, we're going back. You got anything for us? And then, you know, I'll do it ahead of time. And he'll be like, yeah, I got three for you. What's your right. rate? And we'll be like, all right, let's go. Got you. Were you able to make any other connections like that? Yeah. So, so ever since, you know, I started getting into a flow of things, I, I try to cut the broker out all the time. That's just okay. how it is. You know, if you want to, you want to save a couple of dollars and make more money for, for yourself and the company, you got to try to get in there and grind, you know, door knock, you know, go, go to these companies and tell them like, you know, how can I work directly with you? So it went from working with peer brokers to, I got, I want to say a solid, like eight to 10 clients that I can call and be like, you got any loads for me? And they'll be like, yes, I got this many coming out this week. Can you cover them? Gotcha. No contracts, just, you know, going based off of word of mouth and just talking to them. How do you, how do you find those gatekeepers, find those people that, um, make those decisions? I want to talk to your boss. I'll be like, <laughs> or, who's the main, or who's the main one that moves, moves the loads. Who can I talk to to get direct lanes? Like, <clears throat> like I was telling you, we do a lot of, um, we do 11 Western right now. We can go anywhere, but we just focus on the 11 Western. So I do a lot of Cali to Idaho, Cali to Oregon, um, during these times in the winter 
what winner? We didn't really even have a winner. <laughs> <out there. laughs> no, nah, we did it. Not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. So. Keep, keep our fingers crossed. It's not March yet. We got to, you know, we got to see. You're right. You're right. It was beautiful um, this winter. But uh, um, I got a client in California that has loads for me like every other week or every week. And that goes to Idaho. And then I have four, four to five clients in Idaho that bring me back. So the struggle ain't too real because, because I, I know I have it locked down. But, but to be honest with you, in these couple months, you know how the market fluctuates in everything. Right. You know, I talked about the stock market, but it fluctuates in trucking big time. How, how has the, the pandemic uh, impacted your business specifically? Well, you know, it was actually a blessing in disguise. It, it sucks to say it sometimes, but you got to be straight up, you know, like it was a blessing in disguise for, for ATR. You know, and I know a lot of people are hurting out there, but, you know, you know what they say? You got to take advantage. You got to take advantage through these times. Like that's how that's how you grow. That's how you get better. You know, when you, when you get hit so hard. So when we got hit hard, I think it was like a good month where I was like, man, what are we going to do? Like I was looking at my dad like. What are we gonna do? Because what, what what stopped for you? What 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 happened when you got hit hard? It, it slowed down for a okay. bit, just for okay. a bit. It was like a little pullback in the market. Like it slowed down. I don't know if you remember when everybody was buying toilet paper like crazy. I don't know why. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Buying fucking medicine and stuff. Or, or <laughs> toilet paper, you know, crazy. But um, it slowed down for a bit, and um. It just went crazy after that. It just pulled back for a bit. You know, everybody started, you know, adjusting. You couldn't mm-hmm. really go into the docks anymore. All that stuff. You know, they just stay in your truck. We'll load you and we'll give you your paperwork. Don't worry. Right. Um, it slowed down. And then after that, it went crazy, bro. It went mm. crazy. And we took advantage of, uh, man, hopefully, hopefully DOT ain't listening to this. But we <laughs> took advantage of a lot of things that I'm about to tell you guys straight up. Like, you know. I was me and my dad were talking and, and 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 my partner Mike and we were like, man, we gotta get more trucks. Like we're making all this money. We got we gotta get more trucks. So what we did is um so we we were three at the time. Our fourth truck, we got it, and we didn't have no plates for a while. And we got our trailer as well. We had no plates for a while, and the DOT wouldn't stop us, they wouldn't do anything to us. And and when they did, we would tell them the DMV is backed up. Mm. You know, and, and we we were trying. We were caught because you couldn't even go. Right, we you couldn't caught, get through. Yeah, and you didn't do nothing to us. So after that, after that, you know, we got that fourth truck and trailer like nothing, and we were just gotcha. rolling right away. We didn't. We have no plates, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no plates. Yeah, we rolling, but you know, we were doing the same lane. They knew who we were, and I know they were watching us. And, yeah. and after a while, you know, when everything settled down, we got you know our plates and stuff. But got you. But the pandemic did help us make a little bit of dollars, you know, because it is expensive to get those plates, you know, register and all that stuff. What 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 commodities were you hauling specifically that was kind of picking up that that grew in volume? Um, food and food. and a lot of um, it was a lot of nursery stuff too. A couple a couple like i don't I don't want to say it was medicine I, I really don't know what it was because we really didn't even get to go inside and look like that yeah um but to be it was mostly food we do a lot mostly of produce food. yeah gotcha. the produce so with the produce stuff they don't really stop you at all they really can't um because you know it's food right they will um 
even with our books, like, you know, you know, it's all, you know, technology now. You got to be on that, on that e-log. Yep. But um, we'll run out of hours sometimes. And we'll be like, we got to deliver this food, man. And they'll be like, all right, you, you can, you can do it for now. Just for now, right. just because it's an emergency. Right. Like, right we out. So, it, <laughs> you know, it brought us back to the paper, the paper log days. Got you. Got you. And you, and you said you mostly run reefer, right? You all reefer? Four reefers, one dry van. Okay, got you. What do you do as far as maintenance on your reef, your reefers? Like, do you how do you how do you do that for uh to maintain them? Because I know reefers suck, man. They're they're terrible. They're terrible. You know, to when those reefers go down. What what do you do for that? Um, man, you gotta adjust and you gotta be quick. So, so with reefers, it's all about just making sure your oil changes are up to date. You know, your battery and your belts. You gotta always just make sure they're up to date. You know. Do you maintain them yourself or like, like while you're on the road or how do you do that? Yeah. Whenever we can to save a couple of dollars, we'll do it ourselves. But whenever, yeah. you know, in, in the trucking industry, like my dad will always tell me, you got, you got to have money in, in that bank just in case. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have money. Double how digit. much, how much does a road call cost cost for when a reefer goes down on you and you got to come uh, out? It could, it could come out to around a thousand some plus thousand yeah. plus. It just depends yeah. on, on on what happened. Oh, what was going you know, on? What what do you what do you thermal king? Uh, carrier, carrier. Okay. Carrier. I, we want some thermals though. Those are the best. I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. the best. We want some thermals, but uh, yeah, reefers are dangerous. A lot of people don't like reefers because say you're hauling something. Let's say it's like a frozen load, and your reefer goes off, and you're in the middle of you know, you're in the middle of nowhere. You gotta adjust quick. You gotta look for, you know, someone that can fix it right away. If you if you yeah. don't know how to fix it yourself, yeah. Oh, you got. Yeah, now you you usually it's just a code or something like that, and you could just reset it. You could reset whatever it. the case may be. If it's easy like that, yeah. But if it's you know like the Freon or something or yeah. just something going wrong, man, it can be it can be a disaster. You know, it's expensive these freaking these loads. But um, you know, thank God everything's been going good. You know, we haven't ran into too many problems and. Our reefers are 2013s, but we got we got these reefers uh, with pretty good hours. You know, we got them under six thousand hours. Okay. So okay. These com- this these companies didn't really use the reefers that we bought. Yeah. And, and we took advantage, and we we're like, man, we want those those six thousand hour reefers. You know, that's that's perfect. That's not the, that's not too bad if you know got about you. like that. So. Yeah, nah, for sure. Talk to me about uh, scaling your company, man. You guys hired a couple drivers. How many drivers do you have now? Uh, three, three drivers. So talk to me about that, man. How was it, you know, becoming an employer, uh, moving from, you know, just driving and, and employing yourself to actually employing people and working with, 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 with multiple drivers out there. T- tell us about that. It's a different ball game, man. It's a different ball game. Cause you know, I look at myself, you know, <clears throat> I'm a you know, I'm young and, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm employing this older, these older men. And they probably, I feel like they look at me like, little guy like but, you, know, you know the ones who take the risk are the ones that have the big reward you know employing people is i take pride in um, making payroll like making payroll all the time you know you never gotta you never gotta worry about getting your paycheck over here in atr like we, we make sure we have money in there and you're gonna get your money's worth for what you do for your work so gotcha. um so yeah, whenever whenever we started hiring drivers, you know, it just changed the game. And that's actually the problem right now in trucking. Like, there's no drivers out there. 
there there is, but I'm just having trouble finding them, to be honest with you. What or have nobody... you done to, fi- to find the ones that you have? It's all word of mouth. It's all word of mouth. Um, friends, a lot of people that know my pops, you know, he has 20 plus years in the game. So, and they know his work, his work ethic. So he's, you know, he got the best work ethic in the game, you know? Got you. Do, do you guys even put ads out there? Just kind of like just I all do. word of mouth. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I do a lot of ads on Facebook, um, Instagram, Indeed, you know, so a lot of social media for sure. Got you. And you said you're looking to add another truck soon, right? Our goal 2021, we're looking to add five more. Five more. I want to aim a little bit high. I, I okay. want to add five more and I want to get off these trucks and try to run it, run the show from the ground, you know, boots on the ground. Because I run it from the truck. I'm always on calls, but it's dangerous, man. You can't be doing right. doing all that thing, all, all those things. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. For sure. So in, in, in growing five more, you feel as though you have enough business now to sustain those five trucks. Do you plan to diversify at all? You want to stick, stay in the reefers? What do you plan to do business-wise? I think, I think we want to stay in the, in the reefer and dry van game. So we want to do, we want to do reefers and dry vans. Okay. That's, what, that's what we're looking at right now. And, and um, you know, five and five, maybe five reefers. Okay. Five Cause uh, there's more dry van work right now. Okay. Okay. Way more dry van work right now than reefers. So you just been like looking at the market and seeing what's out there and you've been seeing a lot of dry van stuff and yeah, you, you want to get a piece of that. Yeah. So we want to do like, we're thinking about doing five and five and just, you know, maybe, I, I don't know yet, but maybe even, you know, get a contract. Okay. You know, I really, yeah. I never even, you know, I've never tried that before, but I I hear it's good. You know, it's consistent work. Right. Right. No, for sure. <laughs> contract maybe but the clients that we have right now from you know from this little lane right here they're they're pretty good they're pretty good with us they've been good good to us through the pandemic too so non-stop too and you said you have about eight to ten solid customers that you kind of rely on yeah eight to ten that i actually do rely on man if they, <laughs> if they let me go i'm not gonna say it's over it's just it's just tough it's just it'll tough. be a readjustment it'll be, it'll a, be adjustment, yeah because you know I rely on them to 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 call me or or whenever I hit them up, and they've been they've been solid with me, man. Dope. So Dope. I'm blessed Dope. with them, and and they they've been keeping us busy for sure. We went from two trucks to to two trucks to five. So t- we started with two trucks in 18, 19, and then in twenty twenty we had we had four, and then twenty twenty one we got our fifth our fifth one. So. And, and it's a big, it's a big, it's a big leap, you know, in two trucks, I was looking at our numbers. Um, but we only ran in, in 18, 19, we only ran like half a year. So it wasn't even a full year. We did 172 K. Okay. And I was like, you know, my dad was like, that's a little bit, but we didn't yeah. run, run the full year. And right. then we ran basically like a good full year with four trucks and we did 800. Okay. And nice. I was like, oh, damn, I was like, all Difference. right. Little, you like this? This is what I'm talking about. This is this is what I want to see right here. Like, <laughs> you know, I ain't never seen that before. I was like, okay, like you know, and and you know, I'm just I'm just training and 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 going with the flow as we go. Like, you know, I've been in we've been in business for two years. Me and my partners, my dad and my partner Mike, and um and we're just going as as we go. You know, I just a dollar in a dream, man. I was just like, let's do it. I want to just try it. Let's, no let's doubt. Do it. Does, does does your partner does your partner drive, Mike? I don't know if you mentioned that. No, he doesn't. He's more he's more on the ground. He has his 
own job. Okay. And he has a pretty job. Okay. So th- there's no reason to leave it. He has a pretty good, and he works in the trucking industry too. He does the the dump trucks. Okay. Dumping, you know, out there in Long Beach and stuff, and um, it's a pretty good paying job. So, you know, we came to agreement like, why why leave that? You're making good money there. You know, I'll drive here because this is what I do. And then you know, he helps me run things here and there. Him gotcha. and my family. You know, you, I got the family involved too. I got my gotcha. brother. I'm teaching him how to dispatch. My girl teach. Uh, my I got my girl doing the invoices. My sister does the paperwork. You know, it's it's a it's a little family owned business. No doubt, no doubt. So so tell me what what you've learned from listening to Truck and Hustle, man. You said you're listening to the show. Tell me about some of the some of the things that you've picked up. Some of the jewels. Man, it's crazy listening to these stories, man. That's why I tell people all the time. I'm always telling people, you just got to go and do it, man. All these all these entrepreneurs on, on your show, it's just, you know, people coming out of prison or just people <laughs> that don't even have um, people that don't even have experience in the game. And they just say, you know what? I want to do this. And they just do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I really don't know too, too many of the people's names. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But when I listen, you know, I'm always taking I'm always taking notes. Like I listened to one of your uh, you had somebody on the show saying. You know, they have a, a driving pool or something. So I okay. you gotta get in touch with them because I need some driving. <laughs> but I, I forgot who it was, but I don't know if you remember. But it it, it was it was I, like they have a driving pool of like 10k drivers. Ten thousand people, yeah. You're referring to uh uh man, Ashley Thomas. Yeah, um, yeah, Thomas, yeah. What's up? <laughs> I need some drivers, yeah, it was Listen to these people, man. It's just crazy, you know, because not only do I, you know, do I drive and stuff, but I do, you know, like truck and hustle, man. I just hustle. I sell things on eBay. I, you know, I trade the market, you know, all that stuff. You got to, you got to make money, you know, everywhere. Got you. Got you. And, and, and you, when we were talking before, you were saying something about uh, you were looking into the leasing versus the buying. Yeah. Leasing versus the buying. Um, so I heard someone on your show say, why are you buying trucks for? And then, you know, man, that really questioned myself. I was, I was <laughs> man, man, you know what is you, you know, there's no right or wrong. You just got to try it. Right. Having success with it. Why not try it myself us over here at ATR? So we're actually looking forward to doing that. That's why I'm telling you, I, I want to do five more trucks. So I'm, I'm thinking about going to the dealer and, and trying to see what I, we can qualify for. Got and you. Just, buy, just buy the trailers. Got you. Have you ever thought about adding anybody on just to run under your authority and growing that way? Or, or you rather just control um, the drivers and hire and everything like that? Man, there's always options. There's always options. I thought about it. There's a lot of people to ask me, can yeah. I get my truck and, you know, go under you? But talking to my insurance, I remember my insurance telling me um, once you do the once you pass your three year mark, all the doors open for you in trucking. I don't know if you heard that before, but I have. Yeah. That's in a lot of business period, you know, because especially with with, with risk, they want to see that you're, you you have, you know, minimal risk. And when you could kind of show good risk, like, you know, management over three year period, now they're saying, okay, this company is safe. They know how to operate. And we kind of trust them to, we could trust their, uh, their, their judgment. So, you know what I mean? No, yeah, because they because they will tell me they will tell me the insurance will be like, um, hey, you need to slow down. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? You're barely like a year and a half or two and you already got three trucks. You're trying to get another one. You need to kind of slow down because, you know, you grow too fast. You fall even faster. 
Right. And, you know, uh, we're knuckleheads over here. So <laughs> I was like, oh, what? Slow down. No, we got, we got to, we got to move. We got to keep these wheels moving. So, you know, I understand where they're coming from though, but you know, we're taking it. We'll die. Look, I'm saying like this, we'll die on our own sword. If something happens, it happens, you know, I, you know, we'll take it. We'll die on our own sword. You know, we make our own bed at night. So what? We're, we're just trying it, you know, and that leasing, we, we actually want to do that. We, we, we're going towards that actually. So hopefully gotcha. we can get five more trucks. So listening to your show, I'm telling you, I was telling my pops, I was like, Hey, I'm listening to Ron Mel at Truck and Hustle. He, you know, he talks to the trucking community and, and, you know, all these guys and girls going on here, you know, they're giving me so many ideas, man. I'm about, we got to capitalize. We got to, we got to do this. What's going on. So listening sure. to your show, I'm telling you, it gave, it, it gives me a lot of ideas. So. Nah, I appreciate that, man. Appreciate coming, that for man. sure. Keep it coming. Nah, no doubt, man. No doubt. So tell me, so tell me, um, you know, what, what's, 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 what's the future? What's the future for ATR? I know we, you talked about, you want to grow five more trucks. What else? Anything, anything else in the plans? Right now it's all about, you know, being organized. I feel like in the future, you know, we're, we're, we're moving to getting some new accountants with us. And uh, to run to run the show when it comes to, you know, all the numbers and stuff, because I'm when I'm you know, when you're driving, you really can't do everything. And I try to do everything and it just doesn't go my way. So, right. you know, we got to invest, spend a couple money, spend a couple dollars and, 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 you know, invest here and there. So we're getting some accountants and, you know, I want to actually I want to get we don't even have a yard yet. We don't have a yard yet because we only have five trucks. You know, three of my three of the drivers are from Idaho. And they mm-hmm. park at their house. And then me and my pops are from Cali. And, and you know, I, I park at the truck stop. And my dad has his own little parking out in, in LB. So we're okay. going to do a yard right now. But we're actually looking now. So we're trying to get a little yard. And finally, you know, finally get off these trucks. So I can actually run the show from the ground. Got that's you. How it's supposed to be. Is, is, there any, is there anything else looking back in hindsight that you know now that you wish you would have known when you first got started out? Hmm. That's a good question. I had 20 years on my back, man. Like, I feel like I don't want to say I was, I was a hundred percent prepared, but, um, ah, I wanted to say factoring. I think factoring was big. Whenever we first started, I really didn't even know what factoring was. Mm. My dad didn't really, you know, he wouldn't even use factoring. He would just do the quick pay. Okay. Gotcha. We would just wait a little bit, but you, we really can't take those hits right now. We can't wait, you know, <laughs> 30 days, none of that. So factoring, whenever I first started, I wasn't really using it. And I was like, whoa, what's going on? Why is it taking forever to get paid? Right. So factoring, you know, I started, you know, searching up factoring. I got it with the factoring company. They're great, man. I, I love that team over there. Uh, my man, Logan, he's he's with a factoring company called Bamfi, and, and they take care of me. Got you. Got you. What, what else have you learned about just general business acumen um, just being a businessman, being an entrepreneur over the last three years. I feel like you just got to be, you got to be able to adjust. I think that's the biggest thing. Adjust, you know, stay calm and just, you know, tomorrow's another day. Like you just, you just, all I do is wake up and, and drive and then try to run the business and make sure, you know, my drivers are good. They got, they have loads to and to come back home. 
make, make sure there's money in the in the account make sure everything is flowing good you know with the invoices like i feel like you know just adjusting quick to anything because you know in this business anything can happen you can get that call there's some times where i you know i've gotten down there was a time actually where i got down for like a good month and i put a driver on, on my truck mm-hmm. and i was like let me just try this out and i was home and man i was getting calls at i still do but i was getting calls at two three in the morning because you, ne- you never know like a driver's tire or something happened with this with this with that and it's like in the trucking in the trucking business you got to be able to adjust quick it don't mm. matter you're sleeping you know two three four in the morning man i'm yeah. on the five 24 hour uh 24 7 dispatch over here <laughs> <laughs> no doubt any 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 scary moments on the road i always ask people like what was like something that happened i always like to hear crazy stories man. you know g- g- give me a crazy story in the like reefer game my mom, my mom doesn't like it but you know if, if, if she does watch this um i have a lot of crazy stories uh me personally at least there was a time where I was driving and I was so tired and I just wanted, I just wanted to get to this certain spot. I was like, I got to make it here. I want to make it here. I didn't have no more coffee. I, that, that's all I drink. Just coffee. I, I try not to drink too much, but that's where I go for energy. Right. Coffee. Right. Um, and I didn't have no coffee on me, nothing. And next thing you know, I was asleep mm. on the road. I don't mm. know how long, but I was asleep. I'll tell you that. I was asleep because when I woke up, um, I just felt like, you know, whenever you, whenever you're hitting the, like the little thumps on the road. Yep. On the shoulder. The little graded, graded part portion of the road. There's a, uh, you yeah, start, yeah. Like, like vibrating. It, it was for a while though, bro, because I didn't even wake up right away. I was still like, you know, chilling, you know, right. sleeping and driving. And when I woke up, I, all I seen was a divider in front of me. And I just, I just hit that wheel to the right. I was leaning to the left and there was like a, I remember seeing a divider in front of me and I just, you know, hit the cut to the right and man, my heart, my heart was just, you know, going crazy. And, and ever since that happened to me, I have a kid now, ever since that happened to me, I was just like, man, you got to just stop. Like everybody will tell me, my dad will always tell me if you're tired, I don't care if you haven't even driven for an hour or two, just stop. Right. Go ahead and stop and sleep and it's not even worth it but me being a knucklehead i was like i want to advance i want to get you know i want to get to this spot or i, I want to do my time you know and drive yeah. my time and I, you know everybody does it all, all these you know people that would say they don't do that man i already know they're doing it you know <laughs> back in the day with the paper logs yeah i don't know yeah. i don't know if you remember those paper log days but of course i come from the paper log days man all day long all day long yeah, I, I got to experience a couple of years with the, with the paper logs and, you know, and cheat and all that, you know, so <laughs> do yeah, all, man. That, all that stuff just to get ahead. You know right. what I mean? Like, just to get ahead. Like, I don't know. I look back and I'm like, I, I don't really like this technology stuff. Cause it does, it does stop us from making, you know, a little bit of time on the road. Like, you know, it, it takes, it takes time off of, off of our, our book whenever we're waiting and stuff. Right. Book, right adjust but you know it, it was bound to happen that's what you got to adjust as an owner you got to adjust with with your people people say you can't make money yeah you can because we're still here so. yeah and i mean the thing is is it's just not it's not just you alone it's the whole industry you know everybody has to adjust so whereas Every- you 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 have these these receivers looking for you to you know make miracles happen they know look you got to shut down it is what it is by law before they will push you 
Back in the day, be like, just just make it happen. But now they know they can't push you and they can't push anybody. They you know, anybody. And, and you know, we bump heads here and there because they I feel like they forget sometimes. They yeah. forget like he needs to make it. And I'm like, he's out of time. So he <laughs> I will show you. And, and he has to shut down wherever you got to shut down wherever you are. Right. Because you get these violations and it's over for your company, man. I done heard so many stories you know, a couple friends, like I got shut down. What happened? Too many violations on, on my e-log. And the DOT yep. was like, you know, you got these many fines and you got to shut down. It don't, it, it almost happened to me. Not even a yeah. lot of you it almost happened to me. I have so many, we had so many violations last year. The DOT was like, what's going on here is because, you know, we weren't, you know, we wanted advance or we weren't making it to like this rest area or whatever. And we had to run for like, you know, 30 minutes or whatever. You can't do that. Right. You can't. Right. So you got to stop wherever you're at. So. But yeah, it's nah, a for, for sure, man. It makes you go to sleep. You gotta, yeah. you gotta go to sleep. But other than that, it's been solid, man. Running this business, uh, man, I've learned a lot, and I feel like I'm growing every day. Every day, I'm learning something. So, you know, I'm trying to. I try my best to just focus on one thing. But like I said, I'm a knucklehead. I'm, I'm, my mind goes crazy. I want to do so many. And my dad always tells me, just focus on, on, on this one thing. But I really can't because I really, really love to to uh, invest in the market. That's that's my thing right now, driving. And I invest in the market a lot. So well, stock guys, market, the stock market. Yeah. <clears throat> OK, gotcha. You got any you got any you got any ticker symbols you want to give us <laughs> so that people honest, look at? To be honest with you, like, you know, my, my family, you know, mom, dad, my family, they weren't. They didn't learn that. They, they didn't know anything about that. So I always feel like, you know, us as a community, the truck community too, like tell your kids, kids. And if you don't know about it, you know, get on Google and search. I, You know, like they say, Google is your mom and YouTube is your dad. If, <laughs> you, know, if you know how to do something, go to YouTube. How do I do this? And, and they will show you. And if you have a question, ask Google and it will tell you. But um, investing, it actually changed. It actually changed a lot in, in, in you know, in the entrepreneur game for me. Because it's like another, it's like another saving tool, but compared to the banks, I'm sorry, banks, but you don't get no, you don't get no returns back right? compared to investing. So if I were you, I'll look at like the Teslas, I'll look at um, the electric vehicles, Tesla being the biggest one. Mm, we're we're, we're going to go there. Look at the, look at the electric vehicles, look at cannabis, you know? Yeah. So yeah. if I were you guys, I'll start even even trucking companies. Yeah, you have a I think it's Old Dominion, and you have Knight and Swift on there, and and the best thing about it is um you got to look for the stocks that pay you dividends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I have a couple stocks that pay me dividends every every month, and I have a couple stocks that pay me every month, and a couple stocks that pay me every three months, and nice. it's just bigger and bigger because I'm throwing money in there. No doubt. It, I don't think there's ever been a better time in in, in our uh, generation to invest in stocks than right now. This this pandemic has pretty much opened up so much opportunity to invest and the returns are crazy. 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 <laughs> crazy. I told my girl, whenever Tesla dropped, when they did the split and they dropped to 300, I told her, get some Tesla because she wasn't really into investing. And I told her, get some Tesla. I'm telling you, you're going to thank me in the future. And she yeah. got some Tesla and she's up crazy numbers more than me. Yeah. 
Yeah, every everything's up. It's so much out there that's just it's it's just up, man. It's it's ridiculous. But I I, I don't think we're gonna have these kind of times for long, man. So definitely get into the game, you know, now it's if you early. could. But be early. but yeah, but be educated about it, whatever you do. Be educated about it, you know. I always like to tell people, um, invest in invest in the companies that you like. Like, you know, you you we all use, you know, the the iPhones or whatever for whoever's Apple head. You use iPhones, Apple's like what 120 130 bucks yep compared to the phone being like a thousand and something like <laughs> a couple stocks and it's you're gonna you're gonna appreciate and, and pat yourself in the back in the future because you know that's why like in my community out here in the hood like how i like to call it out, out here in the hood like none of us we don't know about none of that they right. don't teach us that in school either yeah only the people yeah. that know only the people nah, that know. sure and it comes in handy so like with this trucking, this trucking game, it gives me enough money so, so I can invest. You know, I take a couple of dollars. I tax the crap out of myself. Mm. I tax myself heavy, and mm. then I just, I just spread it. But, no. but when it comes to the, when it comes to trucking, though, it's, it's man, it, it's hurting. I feel like it's hurting right now. Like it, a lot of people, I see a lot of people are 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 um, struggling to find drivers, including myself. <clears throat> yeah, that's the biggest number one problem in trucking, man, finding drivers. You know, and and also the lifeline of your company. So that's like that's mm-hmm. tough. That is the biggest problem, and it's also the biggest thing you need. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's the biggest thing. So that's why the other day when 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 we were talking and you were like talking about real estate and stuff, and I'm like, man, so you got your truck and hustle. You you truck and hustle. There you go. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Doing your own yeah. thing right there. I was like, man, I gotta get into that. I gotta get into some real estate. I've been I've been thinking about it, but you know, when the when the time comes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, th- the thing is, bro, I mean, like like you said, you don't want to chase too many rabbits at one time. Like you want to perfect what you're doing. Get that yeah. thing on automatic pilot to where you can kind of take your eyes off of it and have somebody else run it and then focus your energy in something else. Because I'm I'm a dreamer, too. I like to I'm all over the place with ideas and thoughts. I have if you look yeah. at my iPhone notes, I have uh-huh. probably like thousands of ideas, you know, everything from like toys to Whatever, like anything I think of, I just write it down. But it's like I'll probably never get to like one percent of the things that are there. But I just like to have ideas, talk about ideas. And the thing yes, is, you sir. just have to do one thing at a time, man. Just focus on one, master it, perfect it, and then move on to the next. You know, that's how I feel too. I have, if you look at mine, I have so many ideas. And and the beauty, the beauty about it is, um, when it comes to like investing, I like to invest. Um, you know, you don't really need to do a lot to invest. You just gotta. Right. You just put your money to work. Right. They're like right. little soldiers. You just you just dabble in in many different things. And obviously, you know, I'm I'm busy. I'm busy trying to run this. That's what I'm telling you. If we can get to 10, I feel like I'll, you know, even with seven or eight, I should be good to get off. And then I've been thinking about that too, about getting someone that can run it so I can move on to the next. Got you. Got you. All right, man. Well, listen, we've been rocking for a second. It's been really, really dope talking to you, man. I appreciate your time, um, your energy. Before we go, you know, we got to do the final thought. You listen to the show, so I need that from you. And then I need you to let everybody know where they could connect with you, connect with ATR Truck. And you said you're looking for drivers all the time, right? Plug Mm -hmm. all that right now. And um, let's do so. Let's start with the final thought. Final thought. I would tell, I would like to tell you guys, you know, invest to be honest with you invest is the perfect time right now 
do your research. Don't be afraid to invest and put your money to work. And uh, don't let nobody tell you that you can't do anything. You know, just go ahead and do it. Just like how we started this company. I woke up one day. I was like, man, I, I want to start my own business, you know, racked up a couple dollars. And here we are now. We're five trucks deep. And, you know, we started with two. And it's crazy, man. It's crazy how it's just once you get into the flow of things, your mind, your mind just shifts. You just you're just always on. You know what I mean? Like once you get there, once you get to that to that level, you're just always gonna be on. Don't be afraid. And yeah, just do your thing. Invest too, though. That's that's the biggest thing that I always tell people, my family, my friends, invest, invest, invest. Throw your money in the market. You will thank yourself in 20 to 30 years. You gotta wait too. You got right. you gotta got hold you gotta have patience. You can't just expect to become rich in, in, in five years. You you might not even become rich in 20 to 30, but you get to fall back on something. No Your doubt. money will work for you and grow. So invest. That's like the biggest thing to be honest. Just invest. No doubt, no doubt. And then uh where can we connect with you, brother? Caesar. Um, you know, look us up on, on Instagram and Facebook. On Instagram, we are above the road, literally just above the road. And then you can find our, let's see, you can find our Facebook through there too. On yeah. the link in your Instagram. So you guys can, you guys can look it up literally above the road. My Twitter is live like J without the E L I V L I K E. And then J live like J. No doubt. No doubt. From, from crunk dancing to. <laughs> hey, if you want to see some of those videos, I'm on YouTube, bro. Are you on YouTube? Oh man, you got it. I need the I need the link, bro. I need the link. I'll, I'll, I'll personally send you the link. We got we got some views on there. We got like about half a million. Send me the link. I need that, bro. Actually, that's a humble flex. Bro, now. Bro. Back, in day, back in the back in the day. Yeah, no doubt. But it just goes to show, man. Like like you said, wherever you come from, anywhere, man, and 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 make this dream happen, man. All you gotta do is have some determination, some yeah. some, some some and some hustle. You know what I mean? You, Ramel, or whoever, if you look at those videos, gonna be like, That's you, (laughs) getting down. But yeah, bro, it was an honor to be here, to be honest with you. Um, truck and hustle, man. Listen, listen up. You got you got to go ahead and listen. On, on, I'm driving and listening to you guys, to be honest with you, all the time. I'm always learning something new on truck and hustle. So, you want to learn something, you know. Put uh, truck and hustle. Put truck and hustle on on Spotify. Or you got you guys are on Spotify, right? Spotify. Yeah, and- yeah, we everywhere. All streaming platforms. Yep. Spotify. Any anywhere with this podcast. Yep. Yes, sir. For sure, Thank bro. You. Thank you. No doubt, me. man. Thank you, man. Appreciate it, Caesar. So we'll stay connected, bro. You're part of the family now. I appreciate you, hustle fam. If you smell something burning, it's only your desire. And we are out. Yes, sir. Peace. If you like what you heard, it's only going to get better. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a comment. Let us know what you want to learn or hear more about. Till next time, love is love, truck and hustle.